Okay, I'd like to mention a few things which were brought up during the discussions or interviews. One is regarding opening the eyes. A lot of people seem to have difficulty with that. And this usually happens with people who have meditated for a long, long time. So it's a habit already. Meditation is close your eyes. <laughs> so what you could do is this, if you find difficulty, the habit is so strong. And it's also a good idea to do this when we have a lot of ideas about meditation, which aren't helpful. So sometimes what I do is I sit down and I tell myself, I'm not meditating. I'm not trying to meditate. Especially in the past when I had a lot of ideas about meditation that aren't helpful. So you sit down and tell yourself, I'm not meditating. I'm just sitting down. At that time, are you aware? Do you think you would be aware? So at that time, you're already meditating. <laughs> meditation is not about trying to do something very, very special, trying to create something special. If you have any idea in your mind about trying to create something special, you're off. It is so ordinary. More ordinary than the ordinary. So in that way, it is not ordinary. But it's very, very ordinary. You're not trying to make something happen. Recently I saw in the text, I can remember a little bit of it, about a nun who went to, I think, Vermananda and asked him about this samadhi, the samadhi that, that does not come out of strenuous effort, but out of not making effort, out of no effort. Actually, in our whole lives, we are constantly efforting, if we can use the word, efforting, having to do something, whether it's good or bad, doing, 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 doing. We spend our whole lives doing that. And the work or the effort or the action, in other words, karma, that is different from all that, is called karma that is neither dark nor bright, which leads to the ending of karma, ending of doing, ending of efforting. So you're not trying to do more, you're trying to do less. <laughs> but in order to do less, you need wisdom. You can't be just telling yourself, don't do anything, and that's it. You've got to be watching to know what you are doing in order to not do it. We have a lot of programs in our mind telling us, you need to do this, you need to do that, do that, do that, do that, do that. Lots of these programs we are not even conscious of. So because we are not conscious of them, we are being driven by them, being pushed around by them. So in order to not do, you need to know what the mind is doing. And because you are very clear about that, you understand and see where it's all coming from. And because of out of that understanding, there is a letting go, then the non-doing happens. And that is the kind of samadhi that does not come out of trying to force your mind into something. So we are wanting to know what the mind is doing. And if you see that the mind that gets into doing, 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 you see that, wow, that's, that's just not so, not really happy. Then you could see what is called the disadvantage of it. In Bali, you have this thing about gratification, disadvantage, and escape. There is a gratification wing. I want to get something. I want to be what? I want to enjoy something. I want to be right. I want to be whatever. 
there's a gratification then, and there's also the disadvantage of doing this. Then there's a freedom of what would be if you don't do it. Something that we don't normally consider. So, back to efforting, you're not trying to do more, you're trying to do less. And to do less, we need to know, we need to understand. Then go back to seeing, um, having the eyes open. All right, for those who find it difficult, you can start off with your eyes closed. And when you feel comfortable, then you just gently open your eyes. When I say open the eyes, I don't mean look. I just said open eyes, I didn't say look. When you open your eyes, you still observe what's happening within the body and the mind. What's the mind doing? You know all those things that you see outside, the colors and all that? They're not happening out there. They're happening inside. You may have watched or read some scientific information about that, but in reality, that's true. <laughs> that's how that happens inside. It's not out there. Normally when we think of tasting and smelling, we think it's happening inside, right? Yeah? We think that it's happening here. When we think of physical sensation, we also find it happening here. But when we think about seeing and hearing, we tend to think that it's out there. But where does hearing happen? Where does sound happen? I mean, in your experience, real experience, where does sound happen? Does it happen out there or does it happen here? <laughs> so the idea that is out there is an idea, that's it. So these are things that we need to learn as well. Meditation is not just about calming down the mind, don't think, and that's the end of it. No. <laughs> you need to understand the six sense doors. So to understand the eye door, do you understand it by closing the eyes or opening the eyes? <laughs> I don't see how you could do it by closing the eyes. No? <laughs> But actually, even when you close your eyes, you still do see. You just see <laughs> darkness. But it's more interesting with the eyes open. So try, try ish. See what you can do. Now, when you open your eyes, some people, they try to focus at one point. But actually, they don't tell me about that one first. They tell me, but they very tiring. Right? After a while, uh, yo, my eyes water and all <laughs> I cannot tahan. Then I know there is something wrong somewhere. They've been straining the eye. Okay, never mind. Just imagine you're sitting out there. yeah, And your eyes are open. And you're not particularly interested in looking at something. You're just sitting there, relaxed, conscious of what's happening. Not interested in what's happening out there, whatever you see. Does that take more effort than or to try to look at things? Which one takes less effort? To see with your eyes open, naturally seeing is happening, or to look, which one takes more effort? Hmm? To look takes more effort, right? Because to look means you need to focus, you need to put a little bit more effort. We need to understand seeing. When you are aware of seeing, then you can look without getting lost in looking. Just like you need to understand thinking, the mind that is thinking. You understand what this is, so that you don't get lost in thoughts, the content. 
when you know seeing, you know hearing, you know thinking, then you don't get lost in the conceptual objects. Doesn't mean that you're not supposed to look at things, you're not supposed to hear things. You can't function that way. How to eat? How to go up the stairs? You need some kind of conceptual activity. Some kind of cognitive activities needs to be working. That you can't avoid. It's not possible to live recognizing only ultimate realities. You can't live that way. But if you are conscious of this sixth sense or sixth sense activities, meaning the seeing, the hearing, the smelling, the tasting, the touching, the knowing or cognizing, then you don't get lost in what is seen. You don't get lost in what is heard. You don't get lost in what is smelled or tasted or touched or cognized. My teachers speak of, later on perhaps, or at least for some of you who are more experienced already, you might find that you are able to stay with the knowing. The knowing that knows everything at the same time. Ajahn Chah talks about it as well. And for me, that is the ultimate samadhi. To stay in the knowing, and it knows the seeing, it knows the hearing, it knows the tasting. It it doesn't have to just focus on the seeing in order to see. It doesn't have to focus on the hearing in order to hear. It steps back from everything so that it can get the whole picture. So for those of you who have practiced for quite some while, maybe you can try to see if that's possible for you, just to stay with the knowing. And if you can do that, you find that the mind is very relaxed. And things can happen and it's okay. So you can start off with the scene, or whatever sense store that you find comfortable with. To notice that there is the concept of these things and the just the bare sensing of them. So when you sit and your eyes open, just don't try to see yet. Just stay with the body. Just notice how you feel. And in between you will notice that this seeing is happening. Because the eye is actually a very predominant sense though. Don't focus on any spot. Just know that this phenomena of seeing is happening. That, wow, I can see. <laughs> Sometimes, really, I find myself walking and I'm just watching this scene. And then I'm just amazed at the miracle. Wow, I can see. <laughs> it's just an ordinary thing, but it's so amazing to the mind at that time. Wow, I can actually see. Wow, this seeing is really happening. Man, wow. <laughs> but actually, you know, I've been at working eyes for my whole life, <laughs> but it has never fascinated me like that. <laughs> So the same goes with the other things, actually, if you really take note of it. At that time, the mind is not very interested in what is seen, it's interested in the seeing process itself. So, try practice. <laughs> and don't try too hard. <laughs> As I say, just open your eyes and uh, just check your body. Just be aware. In the beginning of retreat, especially if you are new to it, most important job for you is to understand this awareness and understand how to make it persistent, how to make it continuous. 
understand how to make it continuous, not try to make it continuous. Okay, that's a different thing. If you try to make it continuous, that's going to be very tiring. You'll find it very strenuous because that comes with a lot of craving. Sometimes the things that I say tend to, for you, sound like both are the same. <laughs> but there is a very significant difference. Right, another thing that I'd like to mention, which I think for some of you, or maybe perhaps for many of you, it's very important. Don't be afraid of emotions. Emotions are actually defilements. Well, I'm not including what some people call the positive emotions. No, I'm not including like compassion and love and all that. Some books say those are not emotions. We are talking about when we say becoming emotional, that kind of emotion. Don't be afraid of emotions. The effort to meditate is not an effort to get rid of them. All our lives we have been sharpening our ability to get rid of emotions. We've been doing that for many, many times. You find all means and ways. Try to switch it off. Try to distract the mind away from it. Try to cover it up. Try to slip it off. Work it off. Cry it off. <laughs> or even to meditate it off. And eventually, if it doesn't work, then maybe you'll try to medicate it off. Sometimes maybe that's necessary. But if it's not that overwhelming that it makes you unable to function, what we need to do is try to understand it. It doesn't matter what the emotion is. I mean, whether it is fear or it's depression, whether it is angry state. Defilements happen because they have to. Because the causes for them to happen are still there. With the coming of the conditions, it happens. And our job is not to try to cut it off. Our job is to try to understand it. Meditation is not something that's exclusive, something that's inclusive. We are not going like, okay, I'll watch this one, I don't want to watch this one, this one, I don't watch this one, I watch this one. This is better, this is no good, this is no good. Then it becomes very selective. Yeah, then what happens to your awareness is that you will only cover certain areas. The so-called floodlight is not like that. It's a blinkered floodlight. It's like this. So your awareness doesn't grow. Once you decide, I'm not going to watch this, the awareness gets restricted. Once I asked my teacher, last year when I was there, because during some of the interviews, the issue of emotional stuff came up during the interviews. We are quite open about it. We talk about it. Well, not all of us. And I, I asked him, is it possible to attain enlightenment without facing this emotional stuff? And he looked at me and said, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think he's speaking out of his own experience. When we are not willing to face certain things, the mind is restricted. The awareness is like this. And sometimes when it grows and then it touches upon certain things, nope! <laughs> it tries to cover it up again. Then it stays like this. So we need to be willing to touch unpleasant things. We need to be willing to touch it. Not to get involved with it, not to get lost in it. No. But we need to be in contact. We need to be connected. 
Meditation is not an effort to disconnect, to cut off. As the mind becomes more and more composed, more collected, more settled, the word samatha actually means settling. As this happens, naturally certain things would come up or become apparent. And it would be very natural too for the mind to pull back because it has been doing that for the whole time, you know, for years it's been doing that, pulling back. Or try to cover it up. Whatever strategies that you can find, you're used to, you'll do that. That's fine. Just notice what's happening. This tendency to pull back, to cover up and all that, you need to watch that too. Your job is not to fight with it as well. But be willing, be open. If you want to be free, you need to be willing to meet, to connect. If at any time at all you find it overwhelming, whatever emotion, if at any time at all you find it overwhelming, for some people you might face these kind of things, instead of trying to shut it off, bring your attention to other things besides this then. Spread out your attention. Because when these emotions happen, what the mind tends to do, it does not try to cover it up and all that. What it tends to do is to get sucked into it. It zooms into it. It pays attention to that only. There's a lot of concentration there. Especially if you have been used to doing a lot of concentration practice, then that energy also happens that way. So what will be helpful is to spread out your attention. To remember to do that. So, that's the seeing, there is a hearing. Now, this is when the seeing is so helpful to you. <laughs> there's a seeing, there's a hearing, and there's a complete physical sensation. So that the mind is not so absorbed into the thoughts. At a time when it's so overwhelming, your Kung Fu not high, you cannot observe. So you need to spread it out first. Then the mind feels a bit more comfortable, more confident, more settled. Then it can bit by bit, start to notice. Again, the attitude is very, very important. Our job is not to fight. You need to understand. In order to understand, you need to be watching. In order to watch, you need to be willing to watch. So it's step by step, bit by bit. For some of you who may have suffered from depression before, this can sound very, very, very scary. And I can understand that. Not to worry. Along the way, as your practice matures, as the mind becomes more composed, and as your wisdom grows, you will be in a better position to face it. It will be different. It's not the same anymore. Because the spiritual faculties are stronger. So you're not meeting the same thing in the same way. It will be different. So anyway, just to let you know beforehand that this could happen. Take this as an opportunity to face it. In order to be free, you need to clear up all this stuff. If complete awakening is what you are looking for, well, for what purpose? It's for freedom from suffering, right? So you need to clear it off. In order to be free from all the subtle, the ultimate suffering, you need to clear off the gross ones first. If you can't even clear the gross ones, which are easier to understand, because they are gross, easy to notice, forget about the fine ones. 
the gross ones are actually manifestation or they are part of the fine sufferings. But in order to get to that, you need to clear up the gross ones first. So take it as an opportunity, not as something that's bad. Mm-hmm. I'd like everyone to uh, stand up. What do you notice happening now within you, within your six sense doors? You don't have to answer the question. What do you notice happening now? When you ask this question, immediately the mind pays attention. And that's good enough. It is very, very easy to be aware. You are hearing, you are feeling the body, that's seeing, that's knowing. So all these things are happening. They are already there. You don't have to cook up anything. So being aware is very easy. The hard part is remembering to be aware. And that is what we need to learn. Once the awareness, you learn how to bring about a stable awareness, then that's when meditation seems to become very, very easy. It's like, wow, last time need to make so much effort to try to remember to be aware. Now it's like, oh, sailing, you know, once the mast is up, then you just, you just cruise. It's not easy to get to that. For a lot of people, it's not easy. It's also easy to lose that. But it's something that's possible. To have that awareness that is just, it's like effortless. Where actually effort is there, it's just that it's already so established already, you don't have to push it anymore. It's just like a car that is picked up speed in the beginning, you know, it's like first gear, second gear, it sounds very loud, but once it goes to high speed, it's cruising. It doesn't need a lot of efforting. So can you be aware now? Is it difficult? Do you know why you lose awareness? Do you know why we lose awareness? It's not thoughts. Not thoughts per se. It's connected to thoughts, but not thoughts per se. Now that one you find out. Why we lose awareness. (laughs) When you do walking meditation, sometimes you can just be standing like that. You don't have to be walking all the time. And you don't have to be standing in a rigid posture or walking in a rigid posture. Just be natural. Right, just walk normally back to your seat. Don't try to do anything special. It's not difficult. Just notice what's happening as you walk, that's all. So, is it difficult to practice? So meditation is just that simple, so easy. So don't make it more difficult. <laughs> but really, the difficult part is to remember. And I mentioned about the emotions just now. Sometimes they come up a little bit. Just a little bit. And you're not used to noticing when they are just a little bit. Maybe you don't notice it. The mind actually registers it already, but you're not aware of it. At that time, you might find yourself wanting to do something. You might feel some discomfort. I need to do something. In your normal life, you might start to turn on some music. 
or I pick up a book to read, I still don't feel comfortable, something's not quite right. Or some people reach for the fridge, pick up something to eat. Some people will just, oh, now you got all sorts of gadgets to, <laughs> to play with, ding dong, ding dong, and wherever you are. Before you do those things, stop and ask yourself why. Because if you don't ask yourself why, you may not realize that you are just being pushed around by your emotions. Stop, check. Hey, what am I wanting to do this? Suddenly, you know, out of nowhere, I want to do something. <laughs> check why. Notice, why Why do you do that? What was happening inside that is pushing you to do those things? It can be surprising to you. And very interesting too. So don't miss out the fun. <laughs> Anyone like to ask anything now? Well, when you hear me speak, you only hear sounds. You have to interpret those sounds. Everybody will hear similar sounds and understand different things. Yeah, The miracle is, wow, actually a lot of understanding is happening. <laughs> so it's always interpretation anyway. So you got to work it out yourself, anyhow. Yes. You can leave them alone, chakras, you can leave them alone. What I find is, if your meditation is going fine, if there's clarity, there's composure and all that, the chakras will be very even. They are enlarged and even. It's not like one big, one small and things like that. They will all be even. Naturally, you don't even have to think about them. But perhaps there are certain times you might find certain parts of the body feeling uncomfortable and things like that. Then you can watch that. You don't have to think of them as chakras. And can watch how the mind is reacting to them. Things like that. They'll be useful. They'll be good enough. Okay, that's all. It's enough for today. <laughs>